I'm Hilary Naughton. Welcome to the Uprint Podcast. It's time to remember your power and become the architect of your reality. Join me as we explore the art of intentional co-creation. We delve into the science and the magic. Hear expansive stories from entrepreneurs and creatives around the world who channeled their ideas and inspiration into real life by following their passions and staying true to their inner guidance. My intention is to empower you to act on your desires and live a life in vibrant color. Thanks for tuning in. Now we vibe. Good day. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Hillary. This is Amber. Hey girl, you're back. Back. Episode seven or eight of yeah. Twin Transmissions. We can't remember, but that's all G. Yeah, no, it's great. And and we keep releasing Twin Transmissions because I'm working on interviews for you print in the background. And to be honest, I keep getting sidetracked with just other ideas that are coming. I know, <laughs> there's so and much. so these ones, it's eight o'clock in the morning on Monday here in Australia. And so we're getting the recording out of the way. One of my daughters is still sleeping in the next room. So this is Hillary. My voice is a little deeper than Amber's this morning, but that's just because I just woke up. You've probably been up since like five. Yeah. Yep, I have. Cool. And so we wanted to talk about a few things. Uh, one, I think that the main the main point of the transmission is going to be around how to raise self-worth. Is that right? Yes, that was our question. And then uh, I, I did a bit of channeling on my own about it and they were uh, like the... They were coming through with the goods, and so they have a couple of a couple of practical tips for that, which are really cool. And um, yeah, so we'll we'll be channeling on that. Yeah, and I think we have we've been playing around with the format a bit to conserve your energy, and I think we both agreed that talking a bit in the beginning is better. Yeah, it just feels more fun. So it's interesting, like going through this and stepping into being a channel, and also doing everything in my own style, just being true to, okay, like I'm going to do this the way it feels the best for me. Like, you know, do I have to be, you know, speaking from their point of view the whole time? Can I interject my own voice? And it's just a process. So listeners, you are on the, the, the voyage with us with how this is all shaking out, but I'm just, I'm still figuring out how, like at the end of the day, I just want it to be fun. I want it to feel good and not have any expectations around, uh, what it needs to sound like or look like. And, you know, like all of these tips that, <laughs> that, that I channel and that we talk about, like legit me and you are implementing them all the time. Oh, 100%. Like all the time. So we're looking at things through the lens of the messages that have been channeled all the time. Like, okay, well they said this and da da da. So it's just, uh, yeah, we're, we're navigating this human reality just like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there are some things that have come up that a friend of ours recommended this process which we can't we can't share it which is so annoying we can't share it i um, know for six months which is crazy (laughs) well you know if anybody wants to know they can dm us on twin trends exactly yeah yeah yeah. if you want to know you can dm us but we can't talk about it um publicly but we can (laughs) okay can you not (laughs) yell why are you yelling like that no because you're you're like we can't talk about it publicly like it's like we're working for like the cia well it does feel like covert clandestine operations for sure oh it does it does feel like yeah don't say anymore but yeah but so if you like uh, if you want to send us a dm and you want to know it's kind of like a life-changing tool to help your reality and but you can't talk about it for six months which is crazy so yeah we're working on that and then this is hillary talking so 
If you're a longtime listener of the show, you know it was last Christmas. I had a big episode where I was like, all right, guys, I've been telling you I want to solve a mystery. And I thought it was going to be my good friend, Alex, who has some land in Chile, Chile or somewhere in South America. And we were going to try to find if it was like a farm that she had bought that didn't know if she could still claim ownership over it and drama with an ex uh, partner that she bought it with and he tried to steal it from her and all these things. And then I realized very quickly, like, oh, there's like a a language barrier there and I can't be a legit detective down there because my Spanish is not it's like, okay, it's like intermediate, you know? And so that kind of fell by the wayside. And also she didn't want me to talk so much about it because you can, there's like squatters rights. And so it was kind of like, all right, well, how am I going to get around this anyways? But I knew I had it in me that I was like, I want to solve a mystery. I don't know what mystery it is. And then I started getting these clues and like crazy clues to solve this mystery about it. That involves like, uh, Famous rappers from the 90s. (laughs) Which like like, we're like like, this episode is cryptic AF. I know. Well, no, but it's um it's it's this uh this I can say it because we talked yeah, so this um if you're listening from California, there was this DJ in the nineties from ninety-two point three the beat. His name is Theo Mizuhara, and I started listening to him again. He had the best the best radio show like in late Los night. Angeles. Well, no, it was from his thing on the beat was from two to six. I thought it was late, but I think just cause we were kids, we thought 6 PM was late. Oh, weird. Yeah. I think he also did some late night stuff. He must have. Cause I remember like, like women crying to his music, oh, yeah. like crying to his, his, his teaching. Yeah. When I was young and in love and heartbroken. Oh, well no. So he, he had like the, I would think it for according to online, it was the number one radio show in America for some time. But what made him really special is a couple of things. He his voice. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> like his voice, deep. like deep, sultry, sexy, he, sexy. You would think he was like the sexiest like black man on the planet, and turns out he's Japanese American and still yeah. super sexy. Yeah, he's he's hot. He's hot. Yeah, I have so I have. If you look to my wall in my studio where we record, I have now like a storyboard wall, and um, I went to Bunnings, which is like Lowe's for America. Australia. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And got like a soundproofing board and have have this big storyboard up. And so Theo went missing after allegedly he witnessed the murder of Biggie or Tupac. We're still figuring. You're still figuring figuring that out. Which one? I think it was Biggie, like Notorious B.I.G. And um, and the way that I started getting all these signs, because I'm like, this can't be my mystery, guys. Like this is like (laughs) this is insane. But I kept getting so many signs and maybe they'll give you like a download, but I even, we were at a friend's house last week before I got the storyboard. Cause I was like, am I really going to do this? It's been like months. It started coming up when I was researching my radio show for, for Bay FM. And I was just like listening to old, his old radio shows. And I was like, yeah. dude, he was such a vibe. Where is he? Where's Theo? No one knows where he is. He's totally disappeared. Mm-hmm. And if you're from Southern California specifically, like you'd get it, you'd, you'd remember. Well, Theo. and if you were into R and B and hip hop at that time, that was yes. like when nineties R and B hip hop, like West coast, East coast, it was a total thing. I asked my husband who grew up in Los Angeles, basically, but it's 15 He's, years older than us. Yeah. And he was like, who's Theo? And I'm like, you're old <laughs> and totally uncool, <laughs> but he's not. He's very cool. But he was just like, he's my number one fan with this. He's like, I think this is cool. Like, let's see where it goes. Yes. But 
it was yeah. a definitely a thing of our generation of like the time our generation for sure oh yeah and I listened to it and it's like nostalgia yes on 10 you yeah. know I listened to it and I'm like and I started going down all these rabbit holes on chats and different things and people are like no one has heard from him and where's Theo someone needs to do a podcast about this and I'm like all right but all the different signs I got I guess what could be helpful for you is listener is that maybe there's like a project that's been on your mind that the universe keeps giving you signs for and you're like resisting yeah we're going to talk about resistance today and pushing through resistance but it's like that is where the juice is and so I am following my own advice I have no idea where this is going which is almost better (laughs) I don't know if I'm gonna solve Biggie's murder I don't (laughs) what I actually want to do is just find out where Theo is and what happened so yeah um my kids are obviously like wanting to play with this storyboard and put their two cents in and so to keep them let's talk about the questions yeah 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 that's my intro so um so one of them, my older daughter, Isla, she, I was trying to keep them busy because they're like, this is exciting. I want to play with this board. And so I was like, all right, Isla, you write some questions for Theo, things that we want to know. So she wrote, Theo, where are you? What happened? Why did you leave radio? And then we have like the, um, we have, she wrote the like potential theories. He witnessed a murder. West Coast hip hop was getting too dangerous. <laughs> he was over being in the spotlight or something else happened. It's like, dun, dun, dun. It is. And so is. Um, you were saying this morning, Burr, when you well, were looking at this wall. and you Well, were no, like, I came over yesterday or the day before. Oh, yesterday. Yes. To take a nap. I did. It was <laughs> lovely. Yeah. Yes. And so, and what, what they, this is Amber speaking, and what they showed me because we were going to record yesterday, but I was just too tired. So, um, what my guide showed me is that when I, because when I read them, the, like the questions that Isla Hillary's seven-year-old had, um, she eight or seven, she's almost, almost eight. eight. So yeah. you should know your, no, her, her no, 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 she's seven, almost eight. Okay. But she wrote this down and they have like spelling mistakes in it. And she did like little sketches of, of Theo. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so cute that she's asking these questions. And then what my guide showed me is that they just gave me this download of like, when you ask questions, into like this matrix of consciousness it has to what they showed me is that like Isla asking these questions Theo where are you what happened why did you leave radio they then they showed me the the frequency of those questions going into this like almost like supercomputer, but it's like the whole made it's the whole consciousness and then it going and how it is law universal law that it has to rearrange like your reality has to rearrange itself to give you the answers like it has to has to has to and I was like oh man that's so cool so it was almost like all right like like and here, it, like buckle up it's happening buckle up and also when you were like I'm going to solve a murder or no, no, no. What did you say? Don't jump ahead. We don't no, know. No, if no, you, no, no. You, you said you go, I want to solve a mystery. Yeah, I want to solve a mystery. And then again, it's like, I, I'm going to solve a mystery. And then it's like, do, do, do. It's like, and then it's like, and then it's like, everything starts to arrange itself to give you what you've asked for, which is like manifestation 101, all the things. And it's so cool. This is still Amber speaking. The more... And again, like we implement all of these practical tools that we, that like come through in the channeling just as much as anyone else who's listening, right? Like we are just as much as like, 
oh man, that's so cool. And like, we haven't thought about it like that, but it's like, we're constantly surprised. We are constantly surprised and like, oh, we're going to implement that tip too. So it's not like we're coming from a place of like, we know, like we're the masters of this reality. Like, no, no, no. (laughs) And so, um, it was just so cool to be like, oh yeah, but that makes sense. Like when you state a desire out, like your reality has to shift to give you what you want. Like it is the law of the universe, right? Oh yeah. It's amazing. Well, and I just can't wait to see what happens and where it goes. You know, what's so funny. So I have, well, I want to be your sidekick when you go back to LA. You will. I think I'll have to go to NorCal too because Thea was from the Bay Area. Okay, and cool. In like the San Francisco area. But to get, it's kind of like a giant vision board, which has made it fun. Oh, and so I have like yes. all my favorite West Coast rappers. There's like Snoop, Ice Cube, <laughs> Warren G. And DJ Quick. DJ Quick. And then um, it's funny because I have like this, the biggest picture is of Tupac because he's fine. And, um, <laughs> and my, my seven-year-old was like, oh, who's that guy with the gold chains and the shiny shirt? I was like, <laughs> that's oh. Tupac Shakur. I was like, that's Tupac Shakur. And like, girl, let me tell you about him I was like I'll tell you when you're older (laughs) but it's just like this fun and playful energy it is it's so fun even coming over and seeing it I'm like oh my god this just like reminds me of high school it reminds me of like and you have a Warren G there did you say that oh yeah yeah I said of Warren G I love it yeah and I have all this stuff like so we grew up in Long Beach California which is like where Snoop's from where Warren G is from Compton is right next to Long Beach so it's like you know pretty hood like some parts of it a lot of parts. And so like this, like hip hop R and B was like our, it was our childhood. Yeah. And so it was so fun. So fun. So, um, more to come on that guys. I, I, yes. don't, I don't know how that's all going to be released and all that because there's like, there's a lot that I have to learn, but, um, <clears throat> it's part me. of being like uh, a new it, version, like the next version. Oh yeah. And the your next, reality. Yeah, totally. And we've been talking about this too, this idea of, if you want to change your reality, you have to change yourself. And like, so, that's, 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 that's it. it. Yeah. And that's so I've it. just been saying yes to things that light me up that like help me grow. I'm getting, um, if you're in Byron, I'm getting certified to teach this class that I love every week. It's called the B class and I'm not doing it for money. I'm just really doing it because I just love the dance of it and the songs are yes. so empowering. Oh, and- what's your day? We should tell people because oh. I put it in my diary. Oh yeah. N- not yet. Well, okay, uh, not yet. Just cause I don't know where we're going to do it. Okay. And how big it can be. So, um, Ooh, you're all making it seem exclusive. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, Limited wait list. Well, no, it's just, um, it's secure just, your spot now. Two spots left. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd even charge people, but, um, no, anyways. Okay. Yeah. It's just another thing of like, okay, like just, I'm over here uh, expanding and doing things and you are as well. So like we're, we're walking the walk, talking the talk. We're not just telling you guys to do stuff. We're like actually doing oh, it as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So what we want to talk about today is what, what, what were the, the, the questions were, well, why don't I get in, okay. we'll pause it, go in. But what we wanted, what we want to talk about was raise a uh, ways to raise your self-worth. And they gave me two ways. Well, they gave me three, but we're going to talk about two of the ways. And then the third one we'll, we'll save for a different episode. Okay. Perfect. Cool. Okay. Mm. Hello everyone. We are very excited to deliver this transmission today because the more, the more messages, the more tips that we deliver, the closer we are getting to the truth, which is as the twins expressed before this transmission began is Changing a reality requires changing yourself. If we were to give you one tip for navigating your reality forever, it is 
Changing your reality requires changing yourself. And that is it. So today the twins wanted to um, discuss the nature of raising your self-worth. And so we gave Amber a few practical tips, but there are a couple that we will go into more detail too. So Amber is saying to us in the background, as we are delivering this transmission to you, the listeners are going to think this is so simple and so basic. But again, we remind you all this reality and navigating it to, yes, 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 to live in your highest potential, to live in the highest point of joy, of ecstasy even, it is so simple. And so the first tip we will give is raising your self-worth is about self-care. Again, because if we are to reinforce this, reinforce this number one lesson, your reality is your responsibility and what is in within your responsibility is yourself. So let us go into this concept further around self-care. So that is our first tip. Self-care, if you think of yourself, okay, 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 because what we are showing, Amber, is that the, many of the listeners are mothers. Many of the listeners have businesses. Many of the, many, irrespective of if you are a, a female irrespective if you are male, there it is likely that your self-care is at the bottom of your to-do list. What we are showing Amber now is that if self-care is at the bottom, literally making it your top priority, your top priority. And Amber is asking us, well, does that mean neglecting the other things that you have to do? No, no, no. That is not what we are saying. What we are saying is that self-care must be your top priority. And the reason for this. So the first thing is this can just be one thing per day, one thing that while you're doing it makes you incredibly happy, puts you at ease. And so we are showing Amber simple things like knitting, going for a walk, eating a piece of chocolate. But the, the, the key is, is that for this self-care tip, it is about feeling good in the moment. It is not about a torture session of, let's say, Climbing a mountain. This is just the metaphor we are giving Amber at the moment. Well, and we're, yes, 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 yes. This can also be literal, but this, it, it's again, not the thing that at, yes, 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 yes. The thing that whilst you're doing it raises your vibration and you know, if it is raising your vibration, if while you're doing it, you are enjoying it. And so we are also showing Amber, this could be watching your favorite reality TV program, with zero guilt, the spectrum of enjoyment, of joy, of whatever that experience is for you. And that is, it's a, it's an infinite spectrum because what can be enjoyable for Amber or Hillary or their mother or their father is different than, than it will be different for every listener. But again, the key is what gives you enjoyment in the moment. That is the key to knowing what self-care action or what self-care ritual or self-care yes yes they're they're showing like the self-care on a to-do list and ticking it off it's like what makes me feel good in the moment okay and that's as simple as it has to be so prioritizing one thing per day and the reason why self-care is critical and again it is it is everything it is the only thing in terms of 
changing your own energy, changing your own energy. And so, uh, yes, because Amber is saying to us, well, let's give them more. Let's give them more. And uh, we're giving her this um, image of a pot of water. And what is it? So uh, the pot of water is you, listener, and putting heat on it, taking action of of self-care. It's like infusing energy like let's say this heat again, when you look at the molecules of water starting to bubble and then starting to boil, it's be- that energetic of joy. So again, we're just giving her this metaphor of, of, a, of a boiling pot of water. And what is it that makes it effervesce? And what is, makes it that, again, like turns into like all of these bubbles, bubble, bubble that are effervescing. It is this energy of, of, joy of delight of just happiness and so again prioritizing one thing per day and what we want to what we want to stress in this aspect of the transmission is that the more you do it and we are only saying doing one per day for for most of you if you okay 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 and we are also saying get a notebook, get a notebook and write that thing down today. They're saying, write it. Yes, yes, yes. Write it down in a notebook or write it down in, uh, your, your telephone, for example. What's one thing that I did today. And what we would say to your listener is that the, the more you do this, the more you'll likely realize that you do not prioritize your self care. You just do not. And so it may sound very simple, that's because it is, but if you just do one thing per day that is for you, that is literally just for your enjoyment, it can be a cup of coffee, it can be a hot chocolate, it can be watching a movie, it can be just what whatever it is, you'll know because whilst you are doing it, you feel pure joy and just do that. Do that uh, for, <laughs> do that for one week. Do that for seven days. Do one thing per day and watch your reality shift. So that is the first thing. Do you have any questions around that, Hillary? Well, I was curious as you were talking, when they do something that raises their self-worth and their vibration, how does it impact the their reality? Like what, what can shift besides everything? Well, what it does is it's about opening yourself up. It's opening yourself up to the the highest potential timeline for everything. It's about opening up your own energy. That's literally what it is. It's about opening up your heart because they're showing me, yes, yes, yes. What, 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 uh, what is being shown is that energy of the heart opening. Like think about when you laugh, think about when you, like when you do something in self care and that energetic because they're showing like watching, uh, for example, for, for Amber watching reality TV is one of her pleasures and it's because it makes her laugh hysterically. And so in that, if you can imagine you doing something like watching your favorite program and you laugh, you laugh, you laugh. And then that energy of opening yourself up, because again, the key to this reality and the key to navigating this human experience is what are the things that can be done to 
open yourself up and expand your own energy because as you, these emotions of joy, of gratitude, because we're also showing Amber walking along the beach and that enjoying that in the moment and the energy that's unlocked there, that expansiveness, it's usually the emotion of gratitude. This is so beautiful. I'm so grateful to be walking along the beach at this time. I can feel the sun on my skin. I can see this beautiful water. I can feel the sand in my toes. And so uh, the different emotions, there's the spectrum of emotions that can be evoked from self-care. And so it can be something like pure joy of laughing. It can be gratitude of focusing on beautiful aspects of nature. It can be the energy of love when maybe your self-care is going and and visiting with your sister or your best friend and just having a great conversation. The energy that's a, that, that is uh, encouraged there and that is, is unlocked and released is love, is connection. And so all self-care at its, at its origin is about unlocking more openness to then be expanded to higher possibilities higher possibilities, higher timelines, accessing uh, more evolved, uh, yes, yes, like more evolved versions of yourself. Like again, um, what we are showing right now is these stacked timelines, these stacked timelines. And this is a metaphor for like different versions of yourself in different realities. And as you open yourself up to these energetics through self-care of love, of compassion, of gratitude, of joy. It's like you're, 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 you're elevating yourself to these higher timelines. It's like, so you're, you're elevating yourself to other timelines and you're also opening yourself and unlocking it to be like, Oh, the solution to come in for this thing. I'm navigating the solution to come in for this thing. I'm navigating. Oh, I'm making myself more open and more receptive to these energies that want to come through to give me all of the things that I desire. Oh, I love that. Something that came through as you were chatting was, or channeling was, um, I know as a mom that I felt like my nervous system was fried for like many years Mm -hmm. after having kids. Uh, Like when Petal is now four, she'll be five in April. But there were so many years up until like maybe even like a year ago that I felt like, so tired, so depleted. And even though I was focusing on self-care, I would still just be like in bed and be like, I'm so tired. So can they talk about the relationship between healing your nervous system, like your nervous system and self-care and for on an energetic level, like how, how those are related? Because sometimes it can feel like you're doing self-care, but then like you still feel tired or like your nervous system still feels fried. Do you know what I mean? No, you don't. So is what is the relationship to self-care and healing your nervous system as like a a mom after you've had kids? Well, okay, okay, yep. Um, Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because what they're saying is that there, like there's almost two aspects of this. So like, yes, you can focus on self-care and also there's literally a human that is fully dependent on you for their survival. And so that is part of the agreement that you made when you uh, have agreed to to literally birth uh, another soul into this reality. There is only so much that you can, because yes, yes, because what they're saying is that like, yes, you can have self-care, but, and, but there's also the, uh, 
the primal aspect, like the physical responsibility of the fact that this living being is relying on you for their survival. And so irrespective of how much self-care you can do, going out for a walk, you know, having a loved one, look after your baby, like there is still the fact, and this is, this is just the nature of being human. And the, they, they keep saying like the primal responsibility and the the physical responsibility because you can go out and you can fill up your cup energetically with things like you know meeting with a friend but the biological and human and physical responsibility of children are that they depend on you for their survival and so that energetic almost yeah yeah they're because they're saying it like it's like not a leakage but like there is that is your responsibility as a mother to literally be the life force that is giving them their sustenance to be able to survive in this reality. And so it, it's, yeah, yeah. So, so what are you guys saying? Yeah. The, the, Cause they're almost saying like those two, uh, because like what you're talking about is like filling your cup, things like that. But it's like, it's almost like uh, an acceptance really is that especially when your children are young, that they rely on you for their survival. And that's literally just the agreement that is made in this physical plane, literally the agreement. So if what you're asking is like, how do you, how do you not be tired? Is that the question? Like, how do you fill up your cup when, when you're a mom and you're still doing self-care, but you're still feeling frazzled and tired? Yes. Well, I I was just wanting them to explain the relationship, which they did, because sometimes I, I know there might be a mom listening who is like, oh, well, I'm doing all these self-care things, but I'm still tired as fuck. And so it's like, yes, yes. Well, what they're saying is that, explain the relationship. Yeah. What they're saying is that that is just the nature of the agreement. And that is the, um, again, there was your responsibility as a mother, like that you chose to be that it's literally your life force is giving them life force. And so they're showing, okay. Cause they're showing me basically it's like, um, it's like you're filling up your energy reserves, but then off of you is like this hose with like, you know, when you're filling up your car with gas or petrol and it's like, that's going into the, like the, the, your child, your offspring. And it's like, you're here topping up all of your levels. And then it's just how it is that it has to then go into your child. That's just, it's the agreement. And it's like the biological because they're like, yes, they're like the, the energetic, uh, principles of navigating this reality, but there are also the physical plane, the physical plane laws of, of, of what, of, of how you navigate this reality of like, what is, what is, and the reality, the, the, the truth of this reality is that when you have actual children, sustenance is required for them to survive on the physical plane. They can't, cause they're like at the moment they're yes, yes, they're like, you know, there will come a time when, when, um, you will like basically like offspring won't require like this physical and like energetic sustenance from, from the mothers. But that is not where we are yet as a, as beings at this moment in time. But, um, but yeah, so to answer your question, it's just like, um, yeah, it's like it, they answered it. They answered it. it. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's all I wanted to know. Okay, cool. And was that, wasn't there another piece? Of so yeah. So, okay, cool, cool. So let me go back in. Like, let me just tap back in. So the first thing was self-care. Okay, great. And then the next thing, and we'll switch this up a little bit because what I like at the moment, Hills, what, what's happening is that it's like we're talking in a dialogue, but then they're also giving me imagery. And so, oh, yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, let's go back in. Okay. All right. So the second principle is 
doing. So if we were to give you this tip of one self-care thing per day that is open, that expansive, that opens you up, that tops up your reserves, that is one thing. The second thing is doing one thing per day because what we... What we discuss with Amber and Hillary is that there are these versions of themselves and you listeners that you aspire to be. And this is the dreams that you have for yourself, the dreams that you have for your reality, the dreams that you literally the dreams that you have and the vision that you have for yourself. And if it is different uh, in, in the majority of the cases, if it is a different version of the current reality that you are now living, it requires action to literally move to different timelines. And so let us explain. We said doing one thing per day of self-care. What we would also say is one action per day that you feel resistance towards to be the version of yourself that you aspire to be. So let us use this example of when Amber and Hillary were in their sales jobs and they were both working in hospitals and they implemented uh, this tip, this tip before they even understood what they were doing. This tip is taking one step per day that scared them, just doing one thing per day. So for example, for Amber and Hillary in their sales jobs, that could have been making a call that they had to, to a customer about a sale. It could be going in and speaking to a customer again about a sale because in their reality at that time of their human existence, when they were both in these sales jobs, it was around, well, what, what do we do to meet our sales goal to then have the effect of bringing in more energy, i.e. money to their reality. And so one thing per day to do that. So one day it could have been making a call that uh, that scared them. And they labeled it previously as doing one thing per day that scared them. What we showed Amber and Hillary in a previous channeling that the listeners were not pre- privy to was this is, it's not necessarily about about fear, although fear is the marker of, okay, well, the, the true marker there is resistance. What is one thing per day that you can do that there is resistance around? And for Amber and Hillary in this previous version of themselves, when they were in this sales job, it was one thing they labeled as being scared of. And so if that is a more, um, if that is an easier way for you to identify the things that you are resisting in your reality, because again, what we showed them was that the, the fear component is just resistance. And so from an energetic creation perspective, we showed Amber this metaphor of, of breathing into a balloon. And, and when you are literally, if you can imagine, dear listeners, you know, when you have a, a completely deflated balloon, but you want to inflate it, when you first begin to breathe into it, the resistance that you meet of the thick rubber, it's like, oh, you have to ooh, ooh, breathe in. But then once you get more air into it, the rubber thins out and then it expands, it expands, it expands. The same is true of, of taking action into these new versions of yourself. Again, we would say that if you are if 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 you are listening to this and saying, "Well, I don't even know what I'm resisting." Use those things that you have fear around as the marker. Okay, well, what are A, who is this version of myself that I desire to be? So if that is more incorporating more health or more fitness into your reality or uh growing a business or 
stepping into a new version of yourself for um, having a relationship, for example, even bringing in partnership, right? What are those things that, that that version of yourself, because as we have explained in previous transmissions, there are infinite versions of yourself on infinite timelines. And so a version of yourself as you are dreaming, as you're desiring, already exists. So if you keep that in the forefront and say, okay, let's use this example of health and fitness. Okay. This version of myself. Okay. If I were to be a healthier version of myself, a more uh, physically fit version of myself. Okay. What would I likely be doing in that reality? Okay. I would likely be having some form of physical activity every day. Okay, what scares me around that? Where's their fear? Where's their resistance? Resistance is the key. Where is their resistance? And so do one thing. Okay, all right, well, today I'm going to sign up to a fitness class. I'm just going to sign up. There is resistance there, but I've taken the step, overcome that resistance, and taken that first step to do it. Okay, all right, tomorrow, now I'm actually going to attend the class Again, you feel that resistance, that fear oh, going to that class, but I'm going to go to that class and then you do it. And then the next thing may be, okay, I'm going to go to the class again the next day, but it's about overcoming that resistance because what you're doing when you overcome that resistance is you're jumping timelines. You're literally jumping timelines. It is as simple as that. Okay. Do you have any questions around this, Hillary? No, no. So it sounds like in order to raise your self-worth, you need to, the, the two main things are just find, identify that version of yourself that you want to be, and then identify the areas of your life that you are resisting taking the next step, and then just take the next step. Well, and there, yes, yes, yes. And uh, the, yes, because, oh, in this pure, in this example that you gave today of this this calling that you had, this version of yourself to solve a mystery, right? And so you over, you had, you've been having these pings to do this thing. You've been getting signs. And then the first, because they're, they're asking Hillary, like, how did it feel to be like, okay, I'm deciding to do this. And then you went out and you got a board and that, right? Oh, so yeah. like, no, it felt the, good, but I was really scared. I was telling you, I was like, oh my God, I'm so nervous to do this because like, what do I know about investigative journalism? Also, the players that are involved in this story, I'm like, who am I to like, you know, investigate the potential like witness murder of Notorious B.I.G., <laughs> you know, but it's, but it's, but it felt good to take action. Yes. Well, yeah. and, and what they're showing me now, Hill, is that like, it, okay. It, and because they're saying like how rapidly you can move across different timelines by literally taking one step per day into this next version of yourself. And it's just one, like one step per day into this next version because what they're showing me hill is that like not too long ago like how many like the 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 version of yourself that hadn't even started to do this because when did you when were you starting to speak to me about um getting signs when you were going to iga was that last week oh about theo uh i started getting signs to investigate this maybe six weeks ago eight weeks ago but it started getting really intense like lots of signs all the time probably a week ago 
Exactly. A week ago. And so what they're showing me now is that like, okay, a week ago, the version of you was like going to IGA and then you heard that Tupac song uh, come out on the radio. Oh, yeah. Was a, yeah. You would ask them for a sign. Right. And then yeah. that Tupac song, which is like so random. Oh, no. It right? was like Snoop. And, um, oh, it was Snoop. It was like, oh, it was like West Coast hip hop from the 90s. Okay. It was a collaboration, like blaring out of Sunday Sustainable Bakery. And, <laughs> which is and so And I was random. like, that never happens. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, but what they're showing is that like by you. So, so since then, seven days ago, seven days ago that version of yourself was like should I do this and then you took these these micro steps of like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna declare a that I'm gonna do it then b I'm gonna get this storyboard and I'm gonna go buy this the storyboard and put it up on my wall and then I'm actually going to print things out and start investigating this so they're 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 what they're showing is like the the quantum leaps that that you have taken into this this new version of yourself and how you can do it so quickly just by doing like three little things against like that resistance of of becoming this next version of yourself right yes and i do have a question for them which could help so yeah. as you're stepping into these new versions of yourself cuz where i am now i mean i'm doing little things every day but i in the back of my head i'm like you're going to get to a point where you have no idea what you're doing. And so w what is the, the right energy to be in, in terms of, I know that, um, or, or what I think I know is that I should be the magnet. I, I don't chase, I attract. Mm -hmm. So what is the best way to call in help? Like in the, for the highest good of everyone, that is the most efficient to solve this mystery. They said you literally just did it. It's like, you stating your desire and intention simply and then allowing yourself to be open. Okay. So I just did it now by saying I want to like by magnetizing. Yes. Well, because of the, the, they're like, you're very clear on your intention and you're also very open in terms of not controlling it. So it's like, how can I do this? But, but they're also showing because it's like, we ask for these things from the universe, from like this matrix of consciousness that literally wants to give us everything in our reality that we've asked for. But it's also like being open and, and receptive enough to know when you're being given what you've asked for. Right. Yeah. Because they're showing me like, you know, you're being like, like they're this metaphor of, uh, like someone being like, Oh, you know, I want to meet, I don't know why they're giving me this metaphor, but it's someone being like, I want to meet my dream partner and you're on a bus and then, but you're looking down at your phone the whole time. And, but it, then it's like at every stop, your dream partner is like getting on, getting <laughs> off, getting on. And so the metaphor is like, look up, like be receptive, be present, be open because it's like when you are like again, this metaphor of like literally looking down at your phone, it's like you're, you're totally missing out on that. The, they keep saying like this matrix of consciousness. And when they first said matrix, I was like, Oh God, the matrix, like really like is this, what, is that what this is? <laughs> but they're like, no, it's the matrix of consciousness. It's the matrix of consciousness. And so it's elevating this, this, uh, this idea of like, we live in the matrix, but like it's the matrix of consciousness in that everything is connected everything is connected. And so, um, so to answer your question, it's like, it's literally what you just did. It's like this intention and this, it's almost like setting the, setting that intention for your reality and like how you're going to navigate this experience. It's like, okay, bring in these resources that I need. Um, in, in whatever way you said, I can't remember how you stated it, but as you were stating it, they were like, that's a, something else that I, we were talking about before we started recording that I forgot mm -hmm. to mention was, I was like, should I even tell the listeners what I'm working on? Because there's this belief that circulates out there that if you tell people what you're working on before you do it, then, or before it's finished, that it like messes up the energy of it and then it doesn't happen. Mm. So 
Can you talk about the energy yes. of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what they what they showed and what they're showing now is that it, it has nothing to do with telling other people. It doesn't dilute. It doesn't taint uh, your intention because the um, the secret and the the simple tip of this reality is that it is all about yourself. Literally, it is all about yourself. It's it's so the, because what they're saying is that like that isn't a, like. it's not, they understand why that has been like taught in manifestation principles. And so it's not completely misguided, but the, the, the truth behind it is that it's like when, if you, when you tell someone something that you're working on and then you allow their perception of how, like whatever they're projecting onto you. And then if you allow that to uh, like alter the way you feel about it. It has nothing to do with them. It's all about how you, you react and respond to how they react and respond. Because what they're saying is that oftentimes we tell people, you know, um, we tell people our intentions and our desires, um, for ourselves and for our reality and thinking that they're going to give us like support when in reality, like everyone is, is, is operating from a projection of their own experiences. And so, so it, let's say they're, they're like, yes. So Hillary, say for example, that you would have said to me like, Oh, I want to solve a mystery. And it's the two, it's Theo. It has to do with Tupac and Biggie. And then let's say that I had this, um, fear around West coast rap and I thought it was dangerous. And so I was like, you should not be doing this because, you know, you could get shot. Right. And so then you like they're saying, Hillary, if if you were someone who was easily persuaded by other people, then you may be immediately shut down by that because you're like, they're right. This is too dangerous and I can't do this. And now I'm scared. And oh, I can't believe it. Right. But really, if you look at the if you look at the energetics of that, it was how you changed based on what I said to you. Right. And that's not really the truth. Like, like that, but if you can hold your vision for what you want. And so what they're saying is that it depends, it depends on what kind of person you are. Like if you're a person that can state your desires and state your intentions and literally not be affected by like, like either the support of people or, or the, the projection of people, like the negative projection and like the fear, the like, oh, that's a crap idea. And this is why, right? It's like, if you're easily uh, persuaded by others, then like, yeah, don't, don't tell them what you're doing. But if you're someone that's like, oh, I'm just going to tell people what I'm doing because I'm going to do it and no one can affect it because this is my intention. This is my deep desire. Right. So, um, but so they're just explaining the energetics behind that. Does that make sense? Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm not well, so now you about, told everybody on the podcast. Yeah, I know, like now it's already out there. So, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's all called the tip line at one uh, three hundred. <laughs> if you know the whereabouts of Theo Mizuhara, yeah, yeah. no, that all makes sense. Yeah, cool. and so and what they love about this is that it's just two things per day. But but like they're what they keep illustrating, and they um they also again like they love 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 writing things to, like when we write things down and like the amplification of that, irrespective of like because again that just like illustrates to us like literally illustrates they're showing me like in a book writing down like an illustration it illustrates to us like how we've been operating in our reality and reinforces things and allows us to reflect back on things and be like okay yeah like today like what are the two things so today I did this thing for my self-care and then this thing I I stepped through it even though I was resistant to doing it I called that prospect I you know dm'd that person I wanted on my podcast I 
you know, anything like I, I worked out today, even though I didn't feel like it, but I did it and I worked through it. Right. So, and just one thing per day, one thing that you have resistance towards and one thing for self-care. Love it. All right. Thanks guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you sharing your energy with us. And yeah, this outro used to be just Hillary. And now I think that, well, when we have a trend transmission, it will be more information on how you can reach us on how you can follow along with a twin transmission journey for now it is staying on the uprint podcast as we mentioned before it's going to go to its own platform its own podcast at some point we will let you know the moment that happens but for now have a beautiful day and until next time